This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to Nirvana Sisters Podcast, where we take the intimidation out of well-being and beauty to help you achieve your highest state, your nirvana. We are sisters-in-law and your hosts. I'm Amy Sherman. And I'm Katie Chandler. So let's get into some real conversation. Hi, Nirvana Sisters family. Hope you enjoyed part one last week with Natasha Coughlin. And if you missed it, feel free to check it out. Great episode, lots of good information shared. And in this short part two continuation of the episode, we finished our conversation on eating for mental health. We talk about top tips for improving gut health and digestion, how to know how much protein and fat you need, and Natasha's thoughts on organic food and more. Enjoy this part two episode. I'm curious what your top tips are for improving gut health, because that's obviously the number one thing for you. It's it's when you start, do you feel like you start there with your, with your clients is making sure that their gut health Mm -hmm. is in, is in place. What do you do to, to get there? Well, we test, I mean, I usually do a a stool test. I mean, it's not the most popular option with adults, but people kind of tend to do it. You know, they say, if you know, I trust you, if you think it will be helpful, you know, I'll do it. Um, So yeah, so we look to see kind of what they're, you know, if they have enough digestive enzymes, enough stomach acid, what they're, you know, the big thing now is the microbiome, right? Kind of what the microbiome are doing, what kind of bacterial composition is there. So we look at all of those things. But, you know, ultimately, you know, gut health is depending on whether you're kind of where you're starting, if there's actually, you know, repair that needs to happen, then we do, you know, we do certain supplements some you know, herbs and, and, and some vitamins um, and nutrients that kind of feed that lining to make sure it becomes nice and impermeable again, right? Nice and tight. And, um, you know, again, foods like bone broth are really good. Um, anything with probiotics, right? Fermented, like the live, you know, pickles, sauerkraut, um, those kind of, you know, yogurt. Um, I'm not, I'm not a fan of dairy. So some kind of, you know, not usually I recommend non, some kind of non-dairy yogurt. Um, but you know, really gut health is so individual. Like I, I do kind of approach it with, you know, based on test results and really, you know, talking to a person, um, so, but yeah, so those are, you know, some of the foods like bone broth is very healing. Um, anything, um, you know, again, pr- you know, the general formula is kind of your, your plant heavy whole foods, you know, try to avoid pesticides. So organic food as much as possible, because, um, I think there's not, you know, not a lot of understanding about, you know, what, what pesticides are and they're really, um, you know, they're kind of meant to affect that. It's they almost kind of like combust the digestive um, system of pests. So, you know, glyphosate, right, in the in the pesticides. So so basically, that's kind of what it does to us as well, if we eat foods that are conventional, and, you know, and it sounds a little too dramatic, perhaps. But yeah, it does, you know, eating conventional foods can contribute to that hyperpermeability. So, you know, organic food as much as possible and just, you know, real whole foods. And then, of course, you know, chewing your food really well and making sure we're eating in a mindful manner and we're sitting down and actually, you know, looking at the food and smelling the food and, you know, taking a few deep breaths to 
put the nervous system in that rest and digest state, because usually we are in the fight or flight, right? We're going and then, you know, then we sit down and we grab something while doing something else. So the brain actually has to catch up. Yeah, yeah the, the, the brain has to ultimately send the signals to the digestive tract, the food is coming in, and you know, the enzymes have to be produced, the stomach acid has to be produced. So if we are not even looking at the food, we're just kind of grabbing and eating, we are already, you know, a couple of steps behind. So digestion is going to start after you've already started eating. And that's kind of too late. It's so true. And it's also like, it's, it, it's too late for your brain to tell you that you're not hungry anymore. Like I know when I'm on the go, I just, I feel like I'm constantly hungry. It's because I didn't slow down mm-hmm. and take the time for my brain to catch up with the fact that I've eaten and I enjoyed my meal and, right. you know, so yeah, that's interesting. But, um, just really quickly, how do you feel about collagen supplements? I, I, I have been taking one recently and I believe it's good for gut health as well. Yeah. Yeah. Collagen. I mean, that's what's in you know yeah. bone broth because bone broth has all the, you know, vitamins and minerals as well. But um, I think collagen is, is good. I mean, I like to um, I like to use collagen in um, kind of alternating it with just a whole, um, you know, protein powder, not just the collagen because collagen is, you know, missing one amino acid. So it's not a complete, complete protein. Um, but, you know, Generally, I like it. I mean, it's good to, um, you know, add to your, your smoothies, mix into a yogurt, I mix it into a pancake batter. Um, it, it, it is important to get that protein in the morning. So I do, I do like to use collagen as, um, you know, as a source of protein, but also I have some kind of a whole protein powder as well, you know, perhaps on like alternating mornings. Nice. Do you have any collagen um, or collagen or collagen protein powders that you recommend? Um, I use vital, vital proteins, yeah. vital proteins, collagen, uh, for the collagen powder. I like the be well by Kelly. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's, you know, she, she says, and you know, I, of course I trust what, what, what her company are, are saying that it's, you know, very, very clean, you know, it's grass fed produced without any chemicals. Um, so that's the one I like. I don't like vegetarian protein powders because you know brown rice again there's so much talk about brown rice even organic being contaminated with arsenic um i just kind of try you know and vegetable protein is not that bioavailable so i would rather go with something like collagen or just a whole like grass-fed uh beef you know based protein rather than any of the um like brown rice based protein powder. What about Unless like it's something protein. like hemp? I mean, I can do, you know, something like a hemp protein yeah. um, with very minimal ingredients is, um, you know, would be a good way to go. But otherwise, I go with, you know, animal. And yeah, because I keep hearing like a lot of controversy about pea protein mm-hmm. as well. And I don't really know. I can't remember exactly what they're saying, but I just feel like I hear noise about that. Yeah, again, it's all it's all about how it's produced. Like a lot of times it's, you know, heavily, heavily processed and how they sort of extract things. There's a lot of that, um, that it's not it's not a very, you know, clean process. And again, you know, peas, you know, peas are kind of an issue for a lot of people. I actually this sort of triggers a memory. Um, I had a client who was a vegetarian and was just using pea protein based powder every day. And when we did her food sensitivity testing, that was the first thing that came up. It was like peas was like in, in the red, the highest, you know, IgG levels of, you know, antibodies to that. 
And, um, you know, in her case, it was, you know, she had digestive issues, um, kind of weight loss resistance. And, you know, one of the things we did was we swapped her. She she did start eating some seafood and fish. So I kind of, um, you know, she wasn't uh, a strict vegetarian anymore. Uh, but we also replaced her protein powder with something else and just actually some real sources of, of protein, not just, you know, not just something that comes from a, you know, from a bottle. And um, we saw some great results, especially, you know, weight, it was like weight loss that was kind of almost miraculous. And she, she kind of lost all those unwanted pounds very quickly that were just there, not, not budging. And um, nice. So anyway, yeah. yeah so um, yeah. So pros, I mean, I think protein powders is super helpful. And again, there's, you know, a variety of when people mix them into coffee, certainly smoothie, yogurt, um, pancake batter, you know, things like that. So in chia pudding, when I make my chia pudding, even though chia seeds have the, you know, protein and, you know, good fiber too, um, I still put a scoop of uh, protein powder just to beef it up a little too. And beef up, I mean, like beef up on the protein. <laughs> yeah. I always go back and forth with protein powder. I feel like I'm really into it making shakes and doing all those mm-hmm. things. Or I'm like, not at all. And I like just try to eat protein, mm-hmm. like real protein. But um, it just reminds me, like I should just add it to things mm-hmm. as you're cooking. It's a really good reminder. I think that's how it goes. I think we all go through that, right? In the smoothies. I mean, sometimes you're just absolutely sick of smoothies. And, uh, and again, like we are now going into colder months, like I know I'll be making soup, you know, a lot more soups and a lot, you know, fewer smoothies. So, um, so there's really no right or wrong. I mean, food is, you know, it has to be done for enjoyment, right? Like you have to be actually enjoying what you're eating. Um, and we get sick of things, you know, if you, if you make your sort of same smoothie all the time, you would definitely want something different. And as I tell my clients, you know, there's no right or wrong. Um, usually breakfast foods seem to be the tough ones. And I always say, you know, there's no right or wrong. If you want your leftover chicken with veggies from the day before, like you can have that for breakfast, like who said you can't. So, so anything, anything kind of goes as long as it's, you know, nutritious, as long as it's, you know, something your body is enjoying. And, um, you know, again, this kind of breakfast makes me think of the whole intermittent fasting as well. And people, you know, skipping breakfast. Um, I'm a big proponent of eating breakfast. I think it's much better than delaying eating until later in the day. Like all the research says that finishing your eating window earlier in the day is much better than not starting until like two o'clock in the afternoon. Hmm. So, so breakfast um, you know, maybe not the most important meal of the day, because I feel like that was the Cheerios right. message, you know, but it is like it, it really is important. And having enough protein with breakfast is, I would say, kind of like, the, you know, protein and fat. Right. Because we always get the carbohydrates somehow, you know, from fruits, vegetables some way. But it's getting enough of the healthy protein and and fats and especially to start your day like that. Do you have a recommendation? I know this is like hard to do because it's very individualized, but like how someone can determine how much protein and fat they need. Cause like sometimes I will eat a healthy fat like nuts or salmon or whatever. And then I like won't have something else that's a healthy fat. Cause I'm like, Oh, maybe that's too much, mm-hmm. but without tracking, which mm-hmm. it's like I've done and I hate doing, yeah. is there a way to just generally kind of know, like if you're having enough protein or fat? Well, protein, uh, I mean, protein is kind of, is more straightforward. Um, The general formula is one gram of protein per kilogram of body weight. 
So your, um, you know, you divide your pounds by 2.2 and that's your, your weight in kilograms. And so one gram of protein per kilogram. So for, um, you know, for me, it's about, you know, 45, 50 grams of protein. So I know it's an equivalent of like two chicken breasts. Hmm. And, um, and I know I may not have two chicken breasts, but, you know, I always start my breakfast with protein. And, you know, no matter what I'm eating, I'm kind of like, I know that I'm getting about 10 to 15 grams of protein with my breakfast, whether it's in like a, uh, you know, Greek yogurt with like an added protein, or I'm having like a chia pudding, or I'm having, um, you know, something with nut butter with like extra seeds on top, you know, something like so 10 to 15 grams with your breakfast. And then the rest would be divided between lunch and dinner. But yeah. you know, whatever kind of whatever fits in like a piece of animal protein that fits in the palm of your hand is about 20 grams, you know, it can be 20 to 25. So um, and then okay. fat. what about so the fats? About, yeah. Um, you know, fats, are, there's really no requirement for fats. We just know that they have to be healthy. So Right. Um, fish, I know, you know, I know my, if I'm eating salmon, you know, I'm getting my good omega threes, olive oil is a really healthy fat. So just, you know, dressing your, um, I always drizzle olive oil on either salads or cooked vegetables. So that's kind of always there. And I never measure, um, again, if we're dealing with, you know, weight loss, you know, you may kind of need to look at the total calorie calories and see how much of that is coming from fat. But you know, some people overdo things on the nuts. So nuts are about like 10 nuts as a serving, like that's kind of what you want to have per day. So not just like, keep grabbing from a bag. And then at the end of the day, you realize the bag is empty and you, you know, <laughs> you know, 12 ounces or something. So, but otherwise, if, if fat is healthy, you know, whether it's, you know, half of an avocado, uh, you know, a tablespoon of olive oil, you know, a piece of salmon, you know, you know, even something like coconut oil, I know there's some controversy because it's a, you know, saturated fat, but I think coconut oil, olive oil, um, coconut oil is healthy and like tastes delicious on, you know, certain foods. So, so yeah. No, a lot of people no, put that in their coffee in the morning too. Coconut oil. Yeah. Um, I like MCT. So MCT oil is derived from coconut oil, but it doesn't have that flavor and it's much, yeah. um, it's digested. Like it doesn't go through digestion the same way as other yeah. fats. Yeah. So I have to do, yeah, I like MCT um, like powder in my coffee, or I use it as a liquid just to like put on a toast or pancakes or in a smoothie. Actually, it makes a smoothie just like tastes, it, has, it gives smoothies this sort of round flavor if you put mm. a little bit of MCT oil. And it's a good, it's a good, you know, speaking of mental health, it's a good brain fuel. Yeah, I love my MCT oil. I use it every morning. Yeah, yeah you got me yeah. into that. <laughs> um, uh, just really quickly before we move on to our wrap session, I mm -hmm. so I love that you have mentioned organic, 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 because I actually had someone tell me the other day that it is like complete nonsense and that it's just the, like the organic farmers are all paid off. It was like this t total, like ridiculous, mm -hmm. the most ridiculous thing I'd ever heard. <laughs> I want to hear from your nutritionist mouth. Organic's the way to go. Yes. If you can do that. Yes. I mean, I don't think it's like some big hoax. I mean, there's certainly, you know, we can't control how, you know, 100% exclusively, you know, organic food is because again, there's a water supply, right? There's air, we can't, you know, nothing is grown in a silo, right? You can't really protect your fields from anything that's possibly coming in. But, 
if food is not sprayed with glyphosate, that's pretty much as much as we can control. And I think that's what, you know, that's what's better for us. So, because again, that, you know, glyphosate is a, um, you know, it's, it's actually meant to disrupt the digestive tract of, of the pests. So therefore it kind of does it to us as well. So, um, so I would say organic, organic, organic. Um, I do follow the dirty dozen clean 15, you know, every year when they put out their list, because there's some things that are just too expensive organic or not available or, um, you know, I know if something has a thick skin and it's on the clean 15, you know, I just peel it and, and I know that I'm, you know, I'm not getting the, um, I'm not getting the, the pesticides from that. So, so that's, I would say at least do the dirty dozen clean 15 and kind of buy those, buy those foods organic, because I certainly, I mean, I honestly hate to see people who are like juicing their spinach or celery in their conventional, you know, when I see people buying big bunches of conventional celery or conventional, you know, bags of spinach, because they're clearly for some kind of mass, you know, either juicing or smoothies or something like that. Um, you know, yes, you're, you're getting, you know, you're, you're, you're getting the good, but you're getting the bad. A lot of bad you know, with it. With, yeah. With the good. So, um, yeah, so I, I, I do like organic, of course, if it's available, if it's not cost prohibitive, the way to go. Nice. Thank you. Okay. I'm glad to clear that up. All right. Well, really quickly, where (laughs) can our listeners find you, Natasha? Integrative Health RD, as in registered dietitian, integrativehealthrd.com. Um, that's my website. And then I'm on Instagram at Natasha Coglin. Fantastic. So just and do you do virtual appointments as well? If people are I out do. of state? Most of my appointments now are, are Zoom. Yeah. Nice. Okay, that's great. great. Okay. So, um, All right. Well, we're going to get into our signature wrap session. We just have a couple questions for you. We want to know the first one, what is your favorite wellness or beauty hack? I would say my favorite wellness hack is um, going outside in the morning. I mean, that is my hands down. That's what I preach. That's what I practice. Like, you know, we have to go outside and get that first morning light just to turn off the melatonin, get the, you know, get the other things started. So really so much research on that, that we need that first morning light. And if it's combined with movement, um, even better. So like I'm like a 20, 30 minute morning walk. Of course, you can, if you can't do 30 minutes, just do something like around your yard or something that just exposes the eyes to um, the natural light. And, uh, you know, as far as beauty, definitely, you know, non-toxic, just non-toxic, you know, clean beauty. Um, I use Tata Harper quite a bit because she's a friend and, you know, I've kind of got to try a lot of her products. Uh, but anything, you know, anything that's uh, from the non-toxic brands, I would, you know, definitely I've been, you know, I've been doing that for like, you know, the last 15 or 20 years. Um, so really not exposing yourself to chemicals through beauty, um, because that's, again, it's not just, um, it's not just for skin health, you know, we expose ourselves to chemicals that are disruptive to the immune system, to their hormones. Um, so really watching that and, um, you know, kind of going minimal, I would say, you know, the, with, with beauty, it's, you know, you want clean beauty and fewer products if possible. And, uh, you know, my big pet peeve, um, is perfume. Definitely like fragrances, mm. you know, like the, the chemical perfume. I, I just cannot do because I, I read somewhere there's five to 700 different chemicals mixed. Wow. So I was like, 
I don't want that. I'd much rather do some kind of, you know, essential oil blend or, you know, something like that. It's it's weird. I just like the last couple of years have had a complete aversion to perfume and I used to wear it every single day. Me too. Today, I just like, I couldn't, mm-hmm. it was always like so offensive to me for some reason. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wear anything. I used to wear stuff too. It gives me a headache. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what it is? Again, I think we're so overloaded, right? Our bodies are so overloaded with toxins that we have this, you know, threshold of of detox where we're just dealing with so much that adding this another kind of layer of of a toxicant that's just, you know, offensive, sort of, you know, offensive to the body and the liver has to, you know, um, uh, metabolize it and you go through it and get rid of it. That I think that's just kind of like the straw that, you know, breaks the camel's back. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just too I much. I agree with that. Okay. All right. This next one we call your five minute flow. You just got out of the shower and dried off and Uber pinged you. They're five minutes away. What are you going to do to quickly get yourself together and ready and out the door into that Uber on time? Okay. So uh, shower, I guess I've taken a shower, uh, cold shower at the end, just, you know, 30 seconds of like a super cold shower at the end. That's, I guess I would say that's my other, um, you know, wellness hack is the, mm. is the cold shower, uh, you know, minimal, minimal skincare, some kind of a, you know, moisturizer and um, yeah, either like a Tata Harper or Osher Malibu or what else do I use? You know, I usually have a few. So some, yeah, yeah some kind of just a daytime moisturizer and, mascara usually just mascara a little bit of um blush actually blush that i use on my lips as well you know like a a, one of those uh creamy creamy blush things um so kind of a non-toxic mascara and ilia or um pacifica something like that and um what else i'm i'm totally crazy about my theory like jogger pants that i got i got a couple (laughs) of pairs two weeks ago. And now I'm like, that's what I put on in the morning with like a white t-shirt. Um, and they're kind of cute and, you know, stylish, but they're still comfortable like joggers almost. So, and I don't know how I lived without them until I bought them two weeks ago, but sounds amazing. Yeah. They're, you know, they're these high waisted. I mean, that's what I wear. Like they're oh, oh, oh jogger pants, but they're those yeah. are really cute. So um, very versatile. Anyway. Yeah. So that's, that's what I would do. Yeah. But I think just, you know, Again, having um, it, it, it's good having a schedule, having a plan, right? And kind of like doing things consistently, like day after day. Like I know I already went outside and got my little bit of, you know, a few minutes of, uh, of sun. I did my cold shower that always wakes me up. And that's kind of what it, it's meant to do, right? Sort of revs up metabolism, gives you that jolt of energy. And um, yeah, from there, it's you know, pretty, pretty simple, really. Nice. So, and being prepared. I think being prepared, right? Awesome. I already have my kind of my outfit in mind. I have my just few, you know, skincare things on the counter. It's all there. Glass of water, you know, always a glass of water in the morning for mental health. Because again, like I tell my clients, you know, we all kind of feel slightly fuzzy and foggy in the morning because brain does shrink, you know, kind of microscopically overnight. So we do we do need a glass of water in the morning to kind of get, get things going, not just from the metabolism perspective, like it's good for, for metabolism and sort of general energy, but the brain needs it as well. Get out of that morning brain fog. Nice. All right. Well, it sounds like you also gave us how you maintain your daily nirvana from the outdoors and would you say, and your showers and everything. Is there any other trick you do to maintain your daily nirvana? Yeah. 
Oh, that's a tricky one. I don't know if I do, you know, I mean, yeah, I think I, we covered it, it. It's hard, right? Sometimes, yeah, it's just, you know, things, things happen, right? I mean, life is stressful. So true. <laughs> um, things always happen. But, um, well, I have to mention in this again, going back to mental health, um, alcohol, like I don't, I don't drink alcohol at all. And I feel like it does again, and there's research that, you know, alcohol, lowers our stress resilience. So I feel like that's might be one of the things that's helping me, you know, it's like you get up in the morning and you don't have that little bit of a, you know, hangover thing. And, uh, you know, you can sort of deal with whatever life throws at you that day better, you know, because I, yeah. I kind of have a good start, right. And sleep. I mean, I know we didn't even touch on sleep, but obviously so huge, you know, sleep is like, you know, disrupted sleep is the best way to drive someone crazy, right? Yeah, physically it's and so mentally. True. So, yeah, it can yeah. make totally. you sick and everything. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Natasha, thank you so much for your time. This uh, you gave us a lot of great information. I know our listeners are going to love it. We really appreciate your time. And before we go, we like to wrap with a mantra or an affirmation. So let's wrap with this one. I think it's appropriate. Good health is a practice, and I have patience. So just hmm. need to remember need to practice at it, right? Good one. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I like that. Yeah, nothing, nothing happens overnight. I mean, all of these practices that we've been talking about, like they only work if they're consistent. Like you can't just do it for a couple of days and say, totally. oh, you know, throw in a towel. You know, this doesn't work. Consistency um, is everything. So true. Yeah, consistency is everything. So yeah. Well, so nice to meet you. We could like talk to you for hours. I feel like we need to have you back because I have like so many more questions in my head, but this has been so informational and helpful. And I know our listeners are going to love it. So thank you again for being on the show. We'll make sure to be. Thank you guys. It was so, uh, it was so fun. Thanks for listening to Nirvana Sisters. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes. Please subscribe and leave us a review. Also, find us on Instagram at Nirvana Sisters. If you loved what you just listened to or know someone that would, please share it and tag us. Tune in next week for a fresh new episode of Nirvana Sisters. We'll continue to watch out for all things wellness so you don't have to. Bye. Bye.